correction of you until we're on the live stream. Yeah, go nuts. You're live. We're live. <laughs> Listeners, Dan just said something wrong about Batman. <laughs> I, want I you made to know more of a judgment call. It was kind of a... Uh, no, here okay. in the court of Tony and public opinion, you were wrong. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Batman uh, University now has a legal branch? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Dan, we have a law school. And Is a Batman ex- you accredited? Yeah, no, I want to know. I get, that question, <laughs> I get that question a lot, and I am legally obligated to say no quickly Firstly, and... Let's be clear. It's it's a night school, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That doesn't mean anything about whether it's an accredited school. No, that's true. That's, that's fair. True. But Dan, I was reminded. It, our listeners, our discussion was about the number of people who are familiar with Batman's secret identity versus Oliver Queen oh. as the Green Arrow secret that's identity. And I was reminded. I believe it is probably still updated, but there was a Wikia page for the Arrow show that had like the lists of people who knew his secret identity. And I think at one point I looked at it, it was like 23 names wrong. And sure, some of those people have been killed off or just left the show for other reasons. But he's not great at keeping secrets. They have a lot of meetings on that show. It gets it gets less interesting when everybody- Yeah, I know. I'm making, I'm Dan, Dan, my, my quibble is not with the show. My quibble is with you, sir. Oh, well, that seems, <laughs> that seems right and just. But... Tuesday night. Uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Uh, so, Let's settle this in the court of D&D. Uh, yeah, that's the place where I have all the power. Dan, you're dead. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Wait, what? My character? Hey, me. Dan, don't, I said no more questions. <laughs> Jane, thank you for making a good choice. <laughs> so... Uh, should, should, should we play Dungeons and Dragons or do people want to hear me have more mean things to say about Dan about I, I mean I would, one half dozen the other Yeah, uh, I, those are available in other podcasts that's the content that people crave <laughs> uh, Erica could you, uh, uh, could you record the zoom call oh sorry you I, give, I the, give you the, the power. power the power all right recording in which case I think we're ready to go eh. uh yeah. Sure. I mean, I've been recording for 17 be. minutes, so you've got all of this. Ooh, week. this is all gold. Well, it's like tin. Electrum. Uh, electrum. I was yeah. going to say That's... copper. Yeah. How many know. minutes is that in Electrum? Uh, I know. You know what? Spoilers <laughs> yeah, for a thing you probably won't do this session. I just had to look up the Electrum conversion rate. And I'm like, why does this exist? So. <laughs> Stupid, uh, stupid reason. It's like the metric system of Brothers and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> no. The metric system oh, makes dear. sense. Yeah. I, not so much. Yeah. I actually, I really like the electric, the electric system. I like that <laughs> one too. I do too. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. When we, when we invented electricity in this fantasy realm, <laughs> yeah. we, we could rule like kings, people. Oh, Indeed. no. You guys will just be more casualties in the war of currents. Oh. Uh, Guys, I'm not on cough syrup today, and I don't know if that's great news. Getting withdrawal Good or... news, I am. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's this is the There's total party kill. The total party kill flu season promise. Yeah. Somebody will be not with it. Carousel huh. o coffee. Yeah. It's me. It's my yeah. time to shine. <laughs> oh. All right. We should play some Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yes. Oh, let's do it. I. Yeah. Only, only Jane said yes. So only Jane is. Well, I said yes. Uh, I, I said, said woo. Mm-hmm. I'm in. <laughs> I am bad at listening to all of you. Mm-hmm. So. The dungeon master promise. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, that's really accurate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be one of those sessions. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. <coughs> night. Oh, oh, oh. All right. <laughs> Let's pretend that this is a podcast that we do with some frequency and regularity. 
Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where we play Adventures in Barovia, and I, Tony Sindelar, murder players or characters. It's really unclear, and I don't pay that close attention when I'm murdering people. That's right. It's time for more Dog and Pony Show. Uh, as you may remember, on our previous adventure, uh, our adventurers are stuck in the land of Barovia, but trying to make the best of things, uh, they have teamed up with... Uh, uh, I don't know the names of any characters off the top of my head. They have teamed up with Arena Kolyana to rescue her from unclear fate in the shadow of the Devil's Castle. Uh, they have traveled from the town of Barovia, Little Barovia, to the town of Velaki. Uh, strange things happened along the way. There was like a skeleton horse thing. What's up with that? Uh, they rescued a small child from a weird kind of brainwashed man. I don't know. Like... <laughs> This adventure continues to pose questions without providing answers. And they spent a night in Velaki without incident. Wait, that's not true. They met several weird people in a bar and then bats attacked them. Uh, and yeah. and uh, there was some weird man floating outside a window. There was broken glass. They probably have lost their deposit. And as they were heading down the stairs from the inn, ready for a breakfast, ready to explore what to do next here in the town of Velaki, some strange creature ran up to Broldish. This is a thing I remember that apparently none of the players remember. Uh, do you want to argue with me about that now? No. No, you do not. Um, which of the nine hells did this creature come from? When which will it drag Broldish down to? Probably the same one, for efficiency's sake. But before we answer questions such as these, let's introduce our players. Uh, in order of most likely to die, let's start with Eric Ensign. I figured it would be me. Mm -hmm. uh, I am I'm playing Brildish. I am a dwarven paladin. The fact that I'm a dwarf makes me think maybe being dragged away is not a thing that's uh, quite as likely to happen, but mm -hmm. time will tell. Yeah. Next, most likely to die, it's Aline Sims. Looking forward to it. Um, I'm Imra Soliana, Wood Elf Ranger, and her Mastiff companion, Androdite. Uh, next in line, it's Micah Sargent. Hi. Hello, I am Elavor, the half-elf druid. And when things don't go my way, I wild shape. Can't wild shape at all your problems, but you can wild Watch shape me. into new problems. <laughs> That's so far. <laughs> I can cause problems. Yeah. Also joining us, the ever-present Dan Morin. Oh, man. This is the farthest down I've ever been on the list of people most likely to die. <laughs> uh, I am it's playing game. <laughs> Crucible Warforged Cleric of Onatar, uh, whose optimism and curiosity has not yet been beaten out of him by the extremely disturbing surroundings he's found himself in. And last but not least, uh, she's already suffering from a cold to get into character. It's Jane Rand. Yeah, I can't be killed. No, 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 no. Just least likely. Wait, no, just like the rhinovirus, she can't be killed. I No, I cannot. Many have tried. Oh. No, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Who cannot be killed. Who cannot be killed. Cannon. Well, so, she hasn't oh, yet. So far. So far. Tony yeah. Said it. He said yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, all right. Uh, Broldish, some strange creature has run up to you. Multiple arms, multiple legs, teeth gnashing, tail oh, whipping. Give me that? a nature check. 
or a it's nurture a check <laughs> to soothe. <laughs> oh, that's a minus one. So sixteen. This is a uh, rock. The, creature, the creature in front of you is a monkey. Um, <laughs> the sixteen. Okay. Jane, I did not time that. That's on you. Um, yeah, uh, the creature in front of you is some kind of ape, uh, broldish. You think it's a monkey. You're not sure what type. Uh, the monkey chitters <laughs> and hands you a card. But it's not Happening. attacking me, it's handing me a card. No, it's handing you a piece of, you know, It's just card. another one of those monkey pamphleteers. I'm really tired of this. <laughs> Wants us to go see its band? <laughs> uh, I will take the card when you said I... that it had multiple arms and multiple legs did you just mean that it has two arms and two legs <laughs> I, I i knew somebody was gonna challenge me on that i believe that what i said was valid um, okay all right wow okay uh cool. if it's if it's waving a card at me i will i will take the card and see if that stops the chittering all right uh the monkey uh you take the card the monkey waves at you and chitters and scampers off I actually it's smile really and, and, noise, and wave at it as, it as it scampers away. I, okay. I kind of forget to look at the card because I'm so excited by the monkey. Wow. Elavor, did was... you get any of that? Um, I think it said something about walruses. And uh, yeah, that's all I got really. Was the monkey may or may not. I don't know, Elavor. The monkey may or may not be no native to the realms in which you know you, you would be fluent. Um, I uh, turn to uh, Burlish, probably Burlish, a, a I turn to dialogue. Lena and I say, "Is this common around here?" <laughs> Lena doesn't seem to. Hmm. Uh, no. Okay, I look at the card. Uh, the card says, uh, "Follow me to Great Deals at Blinsky's House of Toys." <laughs> oh no! At, not the deal. Hold on, I'm sorry. At whose House of Toys? Blinsky's. Blinsky. Are, are they incredible deals? It just says great deals. <laughs> yeah. I uh I mean I'm always up for a good deal. What no, and these ones are great. Dangerous. Don't stop. Oh, uh, Do you recognize the name? Blinsky? Mm -hmm. I I feel like we don't need toys. Unless there's a is, is toy not like uh I mean Okay, I haven't been here very long in Big Barovia, but yeah. it doesn't strike me as the kind of place where toys are a real big thing. So I kind of assumed that when it said toys, it meant like, you know, pokey, stabby weapons or something. No, most places that sell weapons are pretty pretty clear on that point. Oh. Um, and they also don't typically have messenger monkeys. That's I a new one. I want to. I want to go see the messenger monkey again. I am likewise <laughs> intrigued by the yeah. delivery via monkey. That is I unusual. Say, I'm also unexpected. feeling this monkey thing. I do think that our first order of business was going to go check in with the magistrate on the bizarre man who tried to murder a child. <laughs> toys, so toys, toys, toys. <laughs> but, but, but the monkey. <laughs> But the monkey. <laughs> which okay, which direction is the monkey heading? And does it look like it could be on the way to meet yeah, the magistrate? Good. This is a good question. Um, hold on. This is this is a <laughs> Can we fall? This is an ethical conundrum. This is a real <laughs> prisoner's dilemma. Um, <laughs> where is Stalin? <laughs> I, 
We've been told that toys exist. We must go to them immediately. <laughs> it just, it's so incongruous with what I have learned about. I just, place. you know, like I predict a lot of things and then still you guys do stuff. And like, like part of my brain just like reacts like I've been stabbed. <laughs> I think we have literally just illustrated that. What is the, the meme with the McDonald's triangle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, what was I'm, the name again, Tony? Blinsky. 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 Blinsky's House of Toys. Blinsky's oh, multi um, primate. Let me, uh, let's see. I could probably tell you about some things on the map. R would that be helpful? Yeah. All right. Is, I, I don't know. You told us about a toy store. <laughs> right. So, uh, they're, they're not labeled on the map. Well, they're labeled with, you know, numbers, right? Right. So, uh, major landmarks that you've seen, I'm reading them in the order they appear in the adventure and not the order that you care about them. You'll be okay. Uh, N1. So on the uh, western side of um, Velaki, the main landmark, is a church. Uh, you are staying at N2, which is the Blue Water Inn, which is right in the center of town. Uh, let's see. Um, Lena, you would know that the uh, Burgermeister's Mansion is, is at N3. It's a big house on the southern kind of side of town, not too far from the inn. Yep. Um, I believe Flinsky's Toys is like basically right across the street from where you are. Um, yeah, N7. So it's it's a, the monkey is not doing uh, town-wide uh, papering. Uh, so you would know that the Burgermeister's house is over at- uh, Yeah, you, you, everybody knows you don't trust a monkey to go more than like a block and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, True. cannon, True. cannon. Um, <laughs> let's see, do you wanna know about any other landmarks? Uh, town Square is at N8, so I, I guess I don't, I, I don't know if you're headed to Town Square or to the Burgermeister's house, uh, but you know, you could stop by a toy shop on the way to either of those if you need to follow a monkey. <laughs> All right. If we want to stop at the toy store, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. fine. But I do insist that after that, we go check in with the Burgermeister about Bluto before he murders any additional children. Technically, he did not murder any children yet. He could have murdered one before we got there. We don't rightly know. That's yeah. true. That is it, a fair assessment. <laughs> I just I just want to find out how they trained that monkey so well. It was really remarkable. Maybe it's somebody druid? who's wild shaped. Mm. Oh. Mm. This is my The monkey is kind of scampering around on the street in front of you, trying to handing cards to various other people. The other citizens of the Lockie seem less interested in monkey business. Wait, nobody else is taking the cards? No. <gasps> hmm. The monkey spirits seem high though. Elevor wants to Elevor wants to walk up to one of the people that the monkey tries to hand a card to. Mm -hmm. um, and shame and, them for sadness. Yeah. What is your problem? Oh no. Um, okay, so that's like a that's like a a monkey that's giving out cards. Why are you not, you know, interested in these very great deals for toys? I have What's no going? money for toys. Oh, right. Uh, Elevore sort of slinks away. <laughs> the person kind of stares at you with hollow eyes as you slink away. Um, Malaki! Let, let me just tuck away my Electrum. The bats at night are big, big and bite. Bite. Deep in the heart Deep in of the heart Malachi. of Malaki. <laughs> All right, people, let's keep it moving. We only got an hour. All right, yeah. let's go to the toy store because yep, we have money. Store. 
Uh, so follow uh, the monkey. Irina asks, uh, "Should I follow you, or should I stay here at the uh, at the inn? What do you think would be safer? I am concerned about the events of last night. Wait, we're going to a toy store, so you can come with us to the toy store. I think. Uh, and so you do. You cross the street, walk a couple storefronts down, and are outside the toy store. Allow me to find the page about the toy store and read it to you. I totally just opened a book a section of the book that was about Crips. That would have been funny. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have believed it. I mean, yeah. Barovia, mm. where even the toy stores are avatars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where even the toy stores are places to store the dead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. So, uh, yes. Uh, so there is a kind of a, a cramp shop. It's got like a little dark entrance. Uh, there's a wooden sign with a, uh, uh, it's the shape, the sign is shaped like a rocking horse and it's got kind of an ornate B engraved on both sides. Um, and through the kind of dirty glass, you can see a jumbled display of toys and hanging placards bearing the sign, is no fun, is no Blinsky. Blinsky is spelled B-L-I-N-S-K-Y. <laughs> it's no fun, it's no Blinsky. Well, that sounds like it has much to recommend it. It seems to be the slogan of this toy store. Uh, Crucible it's, will happily I'm, walk right in the door, presuming presuming there's a door that he there, can There is. It's, it's that kind of store, Dan. <laughs> does it have a bell? Does the door have a bell? Indeed it does. Ding, 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 as you all head in. So there are bells in Barovia. There are bells in Barovia. Is fun is Blinsky. Is Blinsky. <laughs> uh, there is kind of a, a short, wide man uh, behind the counter, and he comes out. He is uh, The monkey seems to be perched on his shoulder. Uh, let me. I think I have an image of Blinsky I can share with you if I know how to use Roll20. Is this going to be one of those times that you share a portrait and it's weirdly horrifying? <laughs> uh, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons! <laughs> Like all that of the seems times unlikely. He shows a portrait. I think it's been approximately a hundred percent of the time so far. So <laughs> that was fun. I was looking under monsters, and I was like, "Oh, he's not listed. It's a monster. <laughs> he's not a multi." Spoiler. 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 Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's listed as a villain. Oh, Come what on. the? He looks. He looks delightful. Look at yeah. this guy. So a uh, big man, uh, or a short, wide man. Uh, he's got like a nice goatee. He's dressed uh, rather strangely, purple and green, uh, matching uh, with a jester's cap with little bells on the end of the tassels. And he comes out from behind the counter you and greets You did not you. tell me the monkey was wearing a purple tutu. <laughs> we would have been here so much faster. <laughs> the, monkey appears to have, the monkey appears to have changed. Um, oh, okay. Gone yes. the purple so, tutu. Uh, welcome, friends, to the House of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be bought at bargain prices. Fantastic deals. Perhaps you know a little child in need of joy? A little or, toy or a girl or a boy? What Please. about big children in need of joy? Big children are also welcome at Blinsky's House of Toys. Please, browse. Let me know if I can help you with anything. We could buy a toy for Arabelle to help make her feel better after being kidnapped like that. That sounds I most that generous. Nice yeah, some of, my, some of my best customers are buying toys for kidnappies. <laughs> do you have anything for a girl who was almost thrown over into a lake from inside of a bag? Uh, and then was rescued by an octopus? What does she like? Octopi. Octopi. <laughs> let me look. 
<laughs> I give a high five to Broldish. <laughs> he goes off to uh, to rummage. Uh, he's looking around. the The toy shop is very cluttered. Uh, it's one of those uh, classic things where it's like, is this a business or is this just a hoarder that has a storefront? <laughs> like stuff is stacked really high, and the aisles are really narrow, and it's small. There's and you know there's it, things look even more cluttered. Um, Blinsky says, just one minute, and he disappears into a back room to start looking for stuff. You hear the sound of, like, things being shifted around and maybe some yes. piles of toys collapsing uh, as he's, around, he's looking uh, around. The, the outer room as place. he's digging around the inner room. All right. Um, sure. Do you want me to just describe a toy that you find? Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, the, uh, the, the monkey is here kind of uh, hopping around, looking at you, and trying to keep you entertained. Uh, the monkey does seem to have uh, changed. The monkey is now wearing a uh, a purple tutu. Um, yeah. So the anti theft monkey. Yes. Um, <laughs> Can I roll insight on the monkey? Yeah. <laughs> Best that is. monkey. Uh, that is a ten. The monkey seems fully committed to great deals. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Broldus, you're looking at the stuff just happens to be in front of you. There's all manners of toys in here, and it's it's very weird. It, it all it primarily is things that it looks like uh, Blinsky himself probably constructed. It has a very handmade look to it. Uh, a lot of fine woodworking, though. There's some, you know, some. Uh, dolls and whatnot and what happens just to be right in front of you um on a shelf is there's a set of uh wooden nesting dolls um you know so dolls with dolls inside of the dolls and each doll is smaller uh and as you're looking at them you are kind of marveling at the craftsmanship uh but the innermost doll uh has the form of a uh a mummified corpse fun for like kids of all ages <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. does anyone else want to be looking Yes, looking around. I absolutely. Crucible will definitely be perusing the shelves for knickknacks. We're all gonna find our own okay. spooky toy. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Crucible, you uh, you're looking around and you find on the shelf near you, uh, there is. It appears to be a ventriloquist dummy, uh, carved out of wood that looks disturbingly like you. It's amazing. I never managed to find anything that resembles me. Things are always bears or designed as humans or elves but mm -hmm. there are very rarely any warforged toys mm -hmm. it's like when uh emra you're poking places. around and you find a uh a wind-up uh musical merry-go-round uh but instead of the kind of horses going around the merry-go-round it's snarling wolves chasing children um that are running in panic why does it have to be wolves <laughs> why does it have to be wolves um Elevore, you're looking around and oh, you find no. a, um, a headless doll that comes with a sack of attachable heads. They seem to be made of like a felt-like material. It's modular. It's uh, Mr. it's Felt got a nice head. little, it's got a little price tag on it. It's nine copper pieces. Oh, Does anyone else want to poke around? Yeah, Lena is, you know, standing with her arms crossed and like watching where he went out the back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about Irina? Is she uh is she looking for anything or is she just standing? um Irina is is poking around. Uh Irina holds up a doll that looks like a miniature version of her. She's like, This is creepy, right? Yes. Yes. I this found one creepy. of those as well. 
Huh. Is there one of me? There does not oh. appear to be. And let's let's be clear. The one of the one of uh Crucible, you know, it is a it is it is a mechanical man. Uh the one that looks like Arena looks much more like Arena. Uh Blinsky returns. Uh who who sent Blinsky back in there? Was it was it um Elavor. and Brildish. We both yeah. asked for Octopus. All right. Blinsky appears at the counter. And you know, there's a bunch of you there, so he's not paying too close attention, but he waves you over and he holds up um a uh wooden and string uh mobile. And he says, uh, I do not know the the age of the little girl. This may not be the uh the the uh appropriate age, but it, he has octopus, and he shows you, and it's a, it's like a mobile, a mobile, mobile. How do you say that word? Yep, mobile. Yeah, mobile. Mobile, like Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's one that's in the form of an octopus with the you know the eight arms sticking out, and strangely hanging on little strings uh, below each arm uh, is a little bat. Uh, and I he shows see. you. He kind of as he 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 kind of bounces it, and the little bat wings kind of pivot up and down, flapping. See octopus. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, I give not, you an excellent deal here at Blinsky's House of Toys and Bargains. Remember, is no fun, is no Blinsky. Uh, not quite the right age range. That's definitely sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. What what she said. Yep. Yeah. Um. Thank you for looking, though. Um. Do you make all of these? Amusements yourself? I do. He, he, he kind of looks How are proud. you, um, you know, you, it's, they're very inspired. Where do you draw your, your inspiration from? What is your muse? Oh, the world around me. Can oh, that kind of makes more? sense. I'm an artisan myself, um, Elvor says with absolute confidence. <laughs> and I just really think, you know, if, if, uh, I, I could. I just want to hear about your process. Uh, uh, Blinsky is is fun as Blinsky, you know, and and I I want to learn how you make this fun. Oh, where do ideas come from? It is a question that plagues all of us, but they come to me. Some of them in the night, some of them by request. Uh, you know, I I I just I want to make the good toys for the little girls and boys. What about this one? And Elavor holds up the doll with the detachable heads. Was this a request or just one that came to you in the night? No, that was my idea. It's fun, no? It's very, very fun. <laughs> I think um, I think doll with head is fun. Doll with many heads is more fun, yes? Yeah, multiple heads, multiple fun. What about yes. the one that, uh, and he points to to Crucible and wants Crucible and sort of like does this to have Crucible hold up the toy that looks exactly like him. Uh, what about that one? What's the inspiration there? Uh, oh. You stay in Velaki before. I hear stories about you. That is that is true. That makes quite a bit of sense. I think I got pretty good, yes? Yes, it's, the likeness is remarkable. I, I'm really quite taken with it. And what about this doll of that you can see bears a resemblance to this young woman here? She's never been in Velaki before. He, uh, he turns to look at uh, Irina holding the Irina doll, and his face goes white. Uh, insight. <laughs> yeah. You look like here. you've seen oh, a doll. Oh, insight too. <laughs> uh, 23. Oh. 24. Oh. Ooh. I rolled a 20. Who's got her 25? <laughs> Do <laughs> I hear me. 25? 
uh, is coincidence maybe he is lying. <laughs> All right, you I sense. Don't think- so it's, I don't is that how is that, is that how insight works? Does insight make you an empath? Um, you feel confident that he is lying and that he is terrified. I don't think that that is uh, a coincidence. In fact, I think it's a total not coincidence. And I think you should tell us what actually inspired it. Uh, and uh, intimidation uh, check. I am sorry. I am just realizing I have special order I have to put together and shop must close. Uh, Now, I apologize. I must ask you to leave and return another time. Uh, Remember, Blinsky, when you think of deals and toys, uh, please leave. He starts uh, backing up toward the back room. Well, that is not very fun. Can we send Androdite to like block the door? Would that be something that Androdite would do? Yeah. I yeah, thought, Androdite will go. It's kind of picture like the Raptors in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what what does Androdite do? She's gonna go uh, stand in front of the door, not like snarling or anything, but just the, gonna uh, stand sorry to and clarify block it. the door to the shop or the back door to his back room that he's the, inching toward. The back door. All right. Uh, the door is open, so it's a doorway. Um, so Androdite goes there. Uh, Blinsky continues backing up. Blinsky is unaware of Androdite. Uh, I'm going to say Blinsky trips and falls over Androdite uh, onto his back in the back room. I will walk over to the back room to help him up. All right. Um, Blinsky seems uh, appreciative, but also terrified. Eh, uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you are a good customer. Uh, you come back later. I will give you a fantastic deals. Uh Crucible, give me a quick perception check because you you know you had to probably cross the threshold of the back room to uh, see around. That's a fourteen. While he's doing that. I I like sidle over to Irina and I uh, tell her to put that in her put the doll in her bag. I don't think mm. anybody else should have this. Okay. Um, oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna so leave the point unlike Uh Crucible, you looked around. You you said you got a fourteen. I got fourteen. Yeah. Uh, so the back room is a mess. It looks like probably when he was looking for that uh, octopus mobile, he probably knocked a bunch of stuff over. But there is a, a workbench just kind of around the corner from the doorway. And uh, there are several uh, dolls under construction on the work workbench. There's like a series of them. And they all clearly look uh, arena inspired. And uh, each of them is kind of like increasing levels of detail. They all appear look like they were probably made after the doll that Arena is already holding. Like each of them looks more and more uncannily like Arena. It seems you have made a lot of these dolls that resemble our companion here. Uh, is a uh, special order is not something I can talk about. Is a uh, is, uh, client toy maker confidentiality. I am uh, not sure that's a thing. Lena, is that a thing? It is not a thing. And Lena enters the back room, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like walking straight by. Um, to begin searching for clues. So the uh, the back of the, the toy shop is is a mess, uh, but there are clearly, I'm going to say there's four dolls on the workbench. It looks mm-hmm. like three have kind of been placed to the side and one is uh, under construction. And yeah, increasing each, they're kind of in order. It looks like he's been getting better and better at creating dolls that, that bear uh, Arena's distinctive features. What is your source material? Um. A special order is not safe to talk about. Is there is an Im- important customer? Uh, look, look, I do not want trouble. I just want to make kids happy, you know. So a kid ordered this. I holler from the other room. <laughs> uh, not exactly. 
Perhaps you could share with us more fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll something, Crucible? Uh, yeah. I'll try <laughs> yeah, my hand at called, pers- persuasion. It's called the dude you're trapped here. Tell us the secrets <laughs> check. Uh, yeah, what do I... What's, <laughs> that's very long. That, I don't have, that seems, sounds like intimidate. Sure, sure, sure sounds like intimidate to I'm me. I'm equally bad at those. I got a two. <laughs> Crucible cannot be intimidating no matter how hard he tries. Here, Uh, let me get you a chair. Sit down. How can I make you a cup of tea (laughs) while you tell us about this? (laughs) Yes, that would be good. Thank you. Crucible Uh, goes to make a cup of tea. You sit him down, and then I'm going to roll for persuasion. Mm -hmm. All right. Blinsky, we all just want to have fun here, you know. Where we, oh god, it sounds so menacing. <laughs> we all just want to have fun. We all just want to have fun here, and it'd be a shame if uh, we lost the fun. That's for sure. Uh, no, no, I kid, I kid. <laughs> we just want to know, um, you know, what's up, what's going on here, and to, to get a little bit more information because we were just hoping to take a toy to a friend who could really use one, and frankly. Uh, there are a lot more questions that need to be answered, and I don't think any of us are going to be leaving here until those questions are answered. Irina has poked her head into the back room and is uh, the dual site of you interrogating a toy master or toy maker, uh, the dual site of you interrogating a toy maker and a workbench full of dolls that look like oneself and increasing um, <laughs> verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Yeah, what Dan said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is a little much for her. And she's like, I do not like this place. Um, Blinsky is, uh, is, is, is flop sweating. Uh, I don't, I do not want trouble. I tell you, uh, look, I do not want to do this. I do not even get paid for it. Um, there's a man is extrasny. He works for the Burgermeister. He insists I do these. He says he, he burned down my shop. If I don't, he comes every month. He says the doll is not right. He gives me more directions. I make a new doll every month. He comes back. The doll is not done yet. He tells me the more details. And I just, I don't want to make these dolls anymore, but I do not want my shop to be burned down either. What was this name of this guy again? Isaac Strozny. Irina, do you recognize that name at all? I've never heard that name before in my life. Have I ever heard that name before? Lena, you would probably be familiar with the name Isaac Strozny. He is basically, you know, his job title is probably unclear. King uh, Creep? Yeah, some people might call him a henchman. Some ke- people might call him an enforcer, thug, security guard. He is, you know, for lack of a better word, the heavy for the Burgermeister. Uh, mm-hmm. Lena, you would particularly be familiar with him because he has a very distinctive um, feature. Uh, Isaac Strasny is a, a, a large man known for carrying an axe, but he's also mainly known for his one large monster arm. That's right, I said monster arm. Uh, one of one of uh, Isaac Strasny's arms is gigantic compared to the rest of his body and kind of gnarled and bluish green and strange. And, you know, maybe it's just a rumor, but it's been said he can shoot fire out of it. Oh, yeah. Isaac Strozny. He has a monster arm. He was a real jerk in high school. Yeah. Um, He played lacrosse. I do not like that guy. I am not surprised that he is commissioning secret dolls of our friend. And he has a monster arm. Yeah. A monster arm? Where do these dolls go after they're created, Blinsky? Uh, sometimes Isaac takes them. Most of the time he says they is not good enough yet. Oh, so they need to be perfect before monster 
arm can take them. Does yes. I feel like we need to take these dolls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does, and I feel like we need to have when, a conversation with this monster arm. When, when is Isaac's mm-hmm. next delivery due? When uh, will he come by? Probably not for at least a week. Please take the dolls. I do not like them. I do not want them. I feel good about this. Does <laughs> does he provide you with any sort of uh, likeness or information about it, or is it just sort of a verbal? He gives direction? me fe- feedback on the on the dolls. He provides me with not burning my house down. That is a valuable service. Is there any sort of uh, paper threats that he's left, or is it all verbal? He's not a big writer, is it? He's. <laughs> Uh, yes, that's right. The monster arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> His calligraphy is a little It's bit. true. Yes. Well, if he works for the Burgermeister, and we were considering visiting the Burgermeister anyway, perhaps we could visit two birds with one visit. Crucible doesn't like to violently stone birds. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <Her> wing. <laughs> yep, I, I... I agree. I yep. concur. Is Piccolo okay? We're going to take these uh, dolls with us for sure. And we are going to pay you for them like good mm-hmm. citizens would do. Mm-hmm. If anyone asks, you robbed me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just Can we have the monster arm discount is the question. <laughs> the monster arm discount is he he comes here and he breaks my stuff and he threatens to burn my house down. He has never paid me money. I don't think oh, we want then that. No, we don't want that one. No, no, <laughs> want. no, no. Uh, enemies of the monster arm discount. <laughs> what, whatever you think is fair. How, how much do I think these are worth? I will, I will pay out of my own. Uh... Maybe a couple gold. A, a couple gold pieces would be extremely generous. Okay, then I'll give him one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Plinsky is not in a place to negotiate. <laughs> All right, so we've grabbed the dolls. I'm, I'm thoroughly creeped out and ready to go figure out what's going uh-huh. on. The monkey darts over, grabs the coin out of your hand, Broldish, and rings it into the uh, uh, cash register. Cha-ching! Wow, that <laughs> monkey does math. He's a, he's a very good monkey. His name what is Piccolo. What is the monkey's name? Piccolo. 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 How, I've got to ask, how did you train that monkey? Uh, I did not train him. He came. He was trained when I was given to him. Hmm. Who gave him to you? Oh, this very kind gentleman. His name was Rictavio. He came to town a couple weeks ago. <laughs> of course. He said, is circus monkey. Is why so good? Cool. Oh, right. checks out. Yep. That sounds like Rictavio. Yep. <laughs> a good man, that one. I, I thought so. And a good monkey, it seems. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's not meaning to be rude, but... Uh, Maybe you not hang out in my shop too long. Not people remember that you were here. We'll we'll like get going. Through the back door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll leave through the back door. That's sure. Fine. Let's go yeah. through the back. And so you enter the haunted alley behind the toy maker's shop. And so Ooh. you exit the haunted alley back to the main streets of Velaki. <laughs> uh. So, um, regarding the monster arm issue that we have learned about, um. I think that we probably don't want to overplay that hand right at the start. Uh, Yes, I know. Elevore holds his hand up for a high five, but I doubt I'm going to get one. Uh, Lena's holding swords in both hands. I'll I'll high five you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, If if 
we want, we could arrange something later this week where when he comes to pick up his creepy doll, instead he finds us in the back room and uh, we beat him senseless. I did. I'm not sure I want to stay here for a whole week just to do something that we could do pretty much anytime between now and then in a different location. Yeah. Well, that assumes we can find the old monster. On. What if when he comes back, he finds dolls that look like all of us? That would totally throw him for a loop. This is true. Anyway, Ford just putting it out like there. Um, he's with the Burgermeister, and the Burgermeister is with everyone in town. Oh, so that's a good point. Um, He's part of the power structure. That doesn't mean we can't beat him up, but it means that beating him up has consequences. Perhaps we could start by talking to him rather than resorting to violence immediately. Political consequences. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to be alone somewhere at some point, you know, between, say, today and tomorrow. Wait, Roldish, are you suggesting we attack him while he's using the restroom? (laughs) I hadn't actually thought of that, but now I am totally on board with that. That's one I thing have fantasy taken an is oath lacking of vengeance. is restroom I am breaks. A, <laughs> I am a vengeance paladin. This is my thing. So, you right have now, made a creepy doll of our ward. Yep. <laughs> and the That's crime is to be beaten up while you are pooping. Well, it's, it's more the, the threatening to burn down a shopkeeper's place. Uh, and not paying him for the uh, the work on top of the creepiness. I the feel creepy like, yes, doll work that he does. <laughs> yeah. You should at least reimburse someone for your creepy doll work. Just bare right? minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't we see, why don't we head to the Boigemeister and do what we do. <laughs> and if we see Monster Arm there, then we can start to formulate a plan for maybe tracking Monster Arm mm-hmm. a little bit, getting Monster Arm all on their own. We uh, I do think, I do think it is important that we have Irina like, wear a hood or a hat. Very good idea. You are across the street from Hudzaras, a noted hood distributor in Pulaski. <laughs> how how uh, very auspicious. auspicious. Yes, I. you know, I, there aren't a lot of businesses here that I am a uh, proud customer of, <laughs> but Hoods Are Us and I go way back. Mm, you have one of their Hoods membership cards. I yeah. do, yes. When, when you want to pass unnoticed... Hoods are us. us. (laughs) So several seconds later, Arena emerges from Hoods are us with a nice uh, color-coordinated hood. So Nice. To the Burgermeisters. You look lovely. All right. Uh, I'm just checking. And nondescript. You looked lovelyly nondescript. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Sorry, I'm just getting stuff organized in roll 20. That's not inauspicious. Um, so you're <laughs> going to head south from the um, the uh, toy shop. Uh, it seems like there's uh, some kind of commotion happening on the town square uh, that is not, it, you know, basically on the south side of town is the Burgermeister's Mansion. And about a block from that is uh, a place where several roads intersect and seems to serve as the, the town square in um uh in Velaki. it looks like a crowd is assembling there uh do you want to go there or just go direct to the burgermeister's mansion uh i feel like we should probably figure out what's going on here yeah okay. i'm fairly tall can i see over the crowd at all and see what's going on sure 
I'm just going to move your Android icon over here to show you where you are on the map. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So uh, it looks like, you know, there's a good 20 or 30 uh, uh, townsfolk kind of assembling. Um, and it looks like in the town square, the main kind of feature in the center of this town square, uh, there are several urchins uh, circulating, handing out flyers. Seems to be a lot of paperwork here in Vallaki. Um, and uh, there are, is kind of a platform with several stockades on it. Um, and you recognize right away, uh, Crucible, uh, Bluto is uh, the, the man you uh, took off a boat yesterday, is in one of the stockades. Uh, there's several other people also um, who seem to be wearing like plastered animal heads um, who are in stockades. And there's kind of a, a crowd assembling. It looks like someone is addressing the crowd uh, about the people in the stockades. We know that man. He's the one who took Ariana to the lake. Uh, well, I guess if he's in a stockade, he won't hurt anyone. Do you know, Lena, what the animal heads represent? That is most strange. Lena, the animal heads represent shame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Yeah, so it's to humiliate them. You know, you put them in the stockade, mm. you heckle them, you go on about their various crimes and misdeeds. I see. And you hear you hear a, a voice kind of booming out from the center of the square. Friends, I am here to talk about their various ongoings and misdeeds. See, that's the ah, this, yes. this is the misdeeds portion. Yes. I see. I see. Uh, we all know Bluto, and once again he's been drinking too much, and so he will spend a day in the stockades, and surely this time he will learn his lesson. Isn't that right? Bluto. Bluto does, does not respond. I but do as not, I, for these fellows, and he, you assume that that is the, uh, the, the animal head people, yeah. it's hard to, uh, I don't even know if you can tell necessarily who is talking Crucible. You just know it's someone kind of at the center of mm -hmm. the crowd. These people are guilty of a far greater crime, and so they will remain until the next festival, which I am proud to say is in three days. That is right. On the day of St. Andal's Feast itself, we will have the Festival of the Blazing Sun. Come one, come all, attendance is mandatory, and all will be well. Is that mandatory? Mandatory festivals? That sounds very... Velaki does this. You'll remember the wolf heads around ah, the yes. perimeter of the town. It, it's big on theme weeks. Uh, but, the the urchins uh, seem to be circulating with uh, uh, flyers. Um, I and only accept flyers it, from monkeys. It would be rude for at least not one of you to accept. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll accept a flyer. A flyer. Uh, they seem to be advertising the upcoming festival of the blazing sun. How uh, does one celebrate this festival? Uh, by attendance. I am attempting to share this with you. I don't know if it's working. I'm seeing this. Rain or shine. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Attendance so, and children and required. Children. <laughs> I don't like this at all. All will be well, says the voice <laughs> at the center of the crowd. And the uh, the people kind of mutter back, all will be well. There's some nervous laughter. Um, and the voice says again, shame them. And there's there's some kind of half-hearted throwing of old fruit at the uh, <laughs> at Pluto and uh the other people in the stockades. Uh, the crowd is kind of uh, dispersing a little bit and you see moving through the crowd um, 
I will share this with you as well. I'm just giving you lots of paperwork today. Um, Lena, you would recognize on site uh, the Volakovich family. That is yeah. Baron. Uh, what is his first name? I should know this off Jerry. the top of my head. No. Jerry um, Volakovich. No. <laughs> it's you. Um, the Volaki Volakovich. Man, you think I'd learn never to not have a name. <laughs> Baron Vargas Volakovich, uh, clad in crimson robes. Uh, his wife is by his side. He has two large, gloomy-looking mastiffs uh, flanking him. And not too far behind him is a man with a monster arm carrying an axe. Vargas Velakovich is... Wait, what is his name? Izik? Izik yeah. All will be well, friends. And they, they seem to be making their way uh, toward the Burgermeister's mansion. That's the guy we have to feed fiber to. Yeah, see the monster arm? Mm. That's that's what I was talking about before with the arm. The story the checks out. Arm. Yeah. So uh, my concern was that we make sure that uh, Bluto couldn't hurt anyone else, but he is in the stockade overnight, which is probably better than anything I can do. So, um, but all we know being... that the his misdeeds were not the result of his drinking, but we suspect those pastries that he ate. This seems like it may not actually solve the problem. Well, it won't solve the root cause, certainly, but. All things being equal, I would prefer not to talk to the Burgermeisters unless we absolutely have to. Does he still look like he's all glassy-eyed? No, he looks uh, sleepy and, you know, at relatively good spirits for someone who's in a stockade, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so we can go, I guess, check on him. Yeah, there's, yeah, I, a, I mean... Say. There's people loitering around the uh, the town square. There are uh, several guards kind of standing um, near the people at the stockades. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could do whatever you want. It's Dungeons and Dragons. And also, like, you know, pretend to be shaming him and then also yeah. ask questions. Yeah. You could totally do that, especially if you coordinated. Uh, you oh. know, you have, a, you have a group. Some of you could be shaming. Some of you could be questioning. You're a fool. Wink. You <laughs> are smelly. Drinking huh. too much is bad. <laughs> Uh, Luna bends over and looks into his eyes and says, do you remember trying to throw a child into the lake? Uh, is standing a little bit away going, shame on you for boozing. I feel like I shouldn't say this, but that does seem really familiar. But that's not the kind of thing I would do. I mean, I like fishing and I like drinking. I don't know why I would throw someone in a lake. Do you remember eating some sort of pastry? Yeah, I eat a lot of those. Where do you go? <laughs> just... <laughs> There's an old woman who comes to town. They're really good guys. They make me feel like things are going to be okay. Like warm and tingly. They're really the, the best. Do you have any? They will make you murder children. That doesn't sound right. Who Shame. else in who <laughs> else enjoys these past pastries? I don't I don't know. Like an old woman comes with a cart from outside of Valaki. So maybe maybe she's from Kresk or Little Barovia. 
No, no, I know where she's from. You Same. need to stop eating these. I mean, I don't want to hurt anyone. You will I, hurt people. And I guess I could use the money for drinking. Yes. Yes. That sounds much preferable. <laughs> yes. This so, is a compl complicated story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for the next 24 hours or so, just think about how delicious booze is and how much a refreshing drink could really hit the spot. Wow. This is not where I thought my day was going. Yeah. I guess okay. it's good. You've got this little detox uh, going on right now. Yeah, I mean, just glad Different I'm not talks. those guys. He says, kind of to the to the extent you can use body language while in a stockade to yeah. nod your head in the direction of the people with uh, plaster donkey heads on them. Do you know who those people are? Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's the uh, the shoemaker, and that's his son. What did they, they must do? Have, they must have said something bad about the festivals. That's like the worst thing you could do here. Yeah. Are the festivals oh. not? fun they are not not like I pastries assume... am i right <laughs> love the shame, shame. <laughs> all right uh well uh you just stay here have a nice day says crucible he pats that was... him on the head <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you stay here you say to the man in a wooden stock <laughs> yeah we'll see you around pluto <laughs> Nice meeting you. Bye. As we wander away from the, the plaza, I, Crucible will look at the rest of the group and say, I think we need to do something about those pastries. Perhaps we should make another visit to the windmill. Yes. Can I burn it down this time? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, just remember, the birds are going to call at us. So, you know. Well, perhaps they are alerting us simply to the presence of uh, evil that windmills, needs dispatching. Just a windmills. They're windmill alert birds. <laughs> Attention, this is a windmill. Caw -caw. Birds love wind. <laughs> Beep. This windmills, is a windmill alert. Windmills kill birds. So maybe that was the thing. Like, birds, <laughs> yes, birds are not fond of windmills because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like anti-wind anti power. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my not God. nearly as many... Like, wind, windmills don't kill nearly as many birds as cats do. It's like an order of magnitude more, but... Also, Some clean windows kill birds. How many windmills yep. do cats kill? <laughs> <laughs> well, Probably well, a few. The, cats are tough. I need to do the conversion there. Uh, yeah. It's electrum. <laughs> uh, yeah, what if they're electrum birds? Four points um, of an electrum for every yeah. gold cat bird. But they're what if they're imperial cats? Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> this is I what people tune in for. I uh, don't have that chart. <laughs> but so, I, I definitely agree that we can't stop every pastry eater from murdering children individually. We really yeah, have to go to the, to the root pastry <laughs> source. Uh, would it be helpful for your characters to just do a quick little, uh, it's been a you know an exciting couple of days. You have had various things cross your paths just to remind yourself of some of the kind of you, you maybe even need to start making a to-do list. Um, who knew there'd be so much project management and adventuring, sorry, Jane, um, of what things you wish to investigate or all the way to solve slash deal with. Uh, monster, that you've encountered. Arm. monster arm. Monster arm. Windmill. 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 Windmill, Windmill slash pastries. Yes. Yeah. Which is. Which, that's, um, whoa, whoa. Sorry, it's hags. Just, just mental. Hags. Yeah. Um, um, 
Surprise! I'm surprised that uh, floating face outside window at night hasn't gotten higher up on the oh, list. Yeah, yeah there was floating that. face. What do we do about that? Uh, That's just it's a floating thing that face outside window. <laughs> keep keep um, looking for faces floating outside yeah. windows. Keep watching the faces. <laughs> uh, we we have some leads on the underwater buried place full yep. of ghosts. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds the great. Abbey. The Abbey. And any more chances to talk to Ricky? <laughs> yes. He's right, he's right back at the blue water. So, uh, Lena, um, I'm going to say that you would probably even, just just so you know, mm-hmm. if you choose to, uh, 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 because you would know the world of Barovia, big Barovia. Right. Um, I think that you know that the, the, the town that has been described mm-hmm. is probably somewhere, I think it is described as being south of Velaki, right? Right. Um, you have not passed a turnoff in the roads that go south of Balaki yet. So that, that suggests that it must be somewhere that you'd have to travel west and then go south. Yeah. Um, the town of Kresg is obviously pretty far to the west. Um, yeah. And the uh, windmill is back to the east a little bit. And what else has been discussed? There's also the Vistani camp, which I think you were technically owed a reward from at some point, mm-hmm. um, which is just you know on the edge of town. Uh, yeah, I for- sorry, I forget. Rictavia's was- house. Rictavio has mentioned wonders. that he has oh, the tower. Yeah, yeah, he's got a tower on. He said on a lake mm. west of here, so there not Lake Zarovich, which was north of here. A, a lot of geography in this game is what I'm saying. It's all <laughs> great. Uh, we could go and uh, debrief with the Vistani, then mm. backtrack to the uh, windmill. It sounds. It might want useful. to help us. True. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would know something about the uh, daily habits of the uh, fellow with the monster arm. And perhaps they might have Possible. more information about the windmill as well, since they are outside of the town. They they aren't usually allowed into the city, so yeah, they might you know not, not know as much about his habits. But they do travel, so they might know more about the creepy. And we now know that there are multiple women living in the windmill, not just so what will you deal with today? Today in this session, not today. You still have many hours left in the day in the game. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go to the Vistani? Yeah, I think That's so. That's a good idea. Okay. So uh, you head out through the gates. The gates are just open with people coming and going. Uh, yeah, we but... never actually did get a toy to give to Arabelle. You, I, I think mean, that's okay. We do have, have several, several toys on our person, <laughs> but I wouldn't. <laughs> Is there one that really does not look at all like? Uh, Wait, actually, like Elvor pulls out his felt one that he got with the multiple heads, and mm. he just attaches. Wait, one did of you the steal heads. that doll? Oh, no. Did you we buy that doll? To, we all gave money to the to the dude. I think there may have been an accounting discrepancy here in terms of, you know. I so. think that one of us gave one gold to compensate him for the spooky ass Irina dolls. You, yeah, several dolls were taken. In, so I, look, I can make. I'm just, so I can. Elavor, I'm just saying you don't have a receipt for did, that doll. You, uh, Tony, you did give him an actual price. So yes. Right? So I can spend an hour and use my channel divinity to basically create a non magical item, any non magical item out of out of metal. To, so to, that build. doesn't like disappear in 24 hours no, or something. No, I'm actually okay. I'm, I'm just a... saying you're not you're not giving a child a toy that's gonna like evaporate at sundown. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so sad. Not a jerk. <laughs> uh, man, Barovia is a sad place. <laughs> so, 
Oh. It's magic. All right. So you walk over to the Vistani camp. It's outside of town. The guards kind of wave you past the gates. They seems like there's no questions for people leaving uh, uh, Valaki. And along the way, uh, Crucible is constructing a small toy for a child. Crucible, what are you building? It has to be made out of metal, you said? Uh, yeah, it does have to be because I'm a, I'm a devotee of the Smith God. All right. Do you want to tell us what it looks like? Or you... you you, yeah, it is. What do you make out of fidget spinner? <laughs> a fidget spinner octopus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's, an, it's a fidget spinner in the shape of an octopus. Wow. Oh my god, oh, no. I want one so that's bad. That's gonna be our merch. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> and so there's not a lot of foot traffic coming and going from Velaki, but you know the path well uh, back to the Vastani camp. Uh, you make your way into camp. Uh, there are some Vastani kind of guarding the edge. Uh, but it seems like you're maybe not expected, but at least recognized and kind of waved in. And it looks like the Vistani had a pretty good celebration on the return of Arabelle because uh, the kind of the main tent is uh, littered with uh, drunken sleeping Vistani who are, you know, have had a celebration of the safe return of the child of their leader. Um, you had previously met uh, in the Vistani camp uh, the leader of the Vistani of this particular encampment, not of all Vistani, but this, these Vistani. And his name is Luvash. Is that true? Sounds right. Uh, sorry. Yes, Luvash and his brother Aragal and his daughter Arabelle. So that seems a little confusing as far as names go. Uh, Luvash <laughs> is kind of uh, half awake, half asleep, sitting on kind of a crude wooden throne uh, inside the tent. Luvash, how fares your daughter? She is good. It is a good thing you have done for the Vistani. For that, you will be remembered. Not like my stupid brother. He kind of waves and you see uh, uh, Aragal kind of slumped in the corner. He seems to have uh, two black eyes and an arm in a sling. Ooh. Harsh in this camp. We take, uh, we take imperiling child seriously among the Vistani. As well should. But you, you have shown much kindness to us, a, a kindness seldom do the Vastani see here. Uh, are You are staying in the town of Valaki? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, I hope they treat you better than they treat us. I believe you are, uh, uh, you, I, I promise that you would be well compensated for, for your assistance. Did I not? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you wish to receive your award now or later? It depends on what it is. I will give you a choice from our uh, wagon of treasures. Oh no! Is it going to be? Uh, you don't have creepy toys in there, do you? No toys. Great deals. No, it's mainly <laughs> things of material wealth. Oh, oh, oh well, fine. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I figured that would be what you would want, right? Some <laughs> crucible starts to say no compensation is necessary for simply doing okay. it, and imagine Lena's like <laughs> hand goes over. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you know, people should get paid for doing a good job. That is a, that is what the Vistani say. Listen, in Barovia, not a lot of people offer you a, a pick from a treasure wagon. So <laughs> you don't pass it up. And uh, let me uh let me just mention this. Uh a message arrived, I think sometime last night. It says to uh, you know, from the man up on the hill. You know who I talk of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he asked me to keep an eye on you. I think maybe I haven't read that message yet. And you take your treasure, and I forget you were here. 
That, that would sounds be... like a incredible deal. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Although we do have a gift for Arabelle as as well that we would like to leave before we before we go. You are too kind. He kind of uh, yells and Arabelle kind of emerges from behind the uh, um, the throne where she appears to be playing with a doll. Um, <laughs> a much cuter and more fun doll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is very excited for this fidget spinner. Yeah, so uh, a crucible produces it and shows her how it spins and then offers it. You are, you are not like most of the travelers we have here in, 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 in Barovia. Big Barovia, probably little Barovia too. Here, let us walk. He, uh, he kind of uh, lightly whacks um, his brother Aragal on the, on the head and uh, he, he's, he, uh, Luvash is carrying uh, Arabelle under one arm and she's playing with the fidget spinner and the three of them walk with you over to a, uh, to a covered wagon. So. Uh, we are also hoping that you may have some information on a group of strange women that peddle dangerous treats. I, I know these women, they live in the windmill, yes? Yes. Yes. Those are the ones. We have reason to believe that those treats are quite dangerous, and I would not recommend any of your kind to partake of them. That is, uh, I believe this too, and that is what I have told my people for, for many times, and those that uh, do not heed it, well, they are not around anymore. Mm. Uh, so uh, uh, Aragal leads the way uh, with, with uh, his brother and his, his daughter uh, over to a um, kind of substantial looking uh, covered wagon, uh, but it's all covered with, it's built out with wood and even has a lot of like metal framing to it. And there's two heavy padlocks on the door, one on the left and one on the right. And he's got like a, uh, Aragal pulls out from his, uh, uh, his, under his shirt, he's got like a, a key on a little chain and he elbows uh, uh, Luvash who pulls out a separate one and they go to unlock the two locks to the, uh, to the big door on the wagon. Oh, it's like self-destruct. There's missiles yeah. in that wagon. Yeah. yeah. Exactly the same time. This is uh this is where we keep all of the things that uh that we have the Vastani have found along the way is that we have been made for services rendered and uh all of our riches are here, but it is it is only fair that I share some of this uh some of this with you. Uh and so he uh he opens up the uh the door to the wagon and there's some pretty nice fancy stuff in here. I'm just gonna say like just kind of casting your eye around, you see a a big uh, wooden chest that's just full of coins. Uh, there's another kind of iron box that uh, looks like it's got some coins in it as well. Surprising number of boxes of coins in here. Uh, <laughs> there's a jewelry box that looks like it's uh, relatively valuable and has some small jewels and, a, and some kind of potion sitting in it. Um, there is a wooden throne with gold inlay and decorative stones just kind of like on its side in the wagon. Uh, and there's a rolled up uh, area rug that looks fancy. Rugs are fancy in Dungeons and Dragons. And then uh, kind of in the center of all of this kind of uh, mess of, of prizes that they have accumulated, uh, there's a small wooden box. It's got kind of like little velvet uh, dividers with uh, 12 uh, potions. And there's like some little straw kind of packed in around them. Um, and there's like, there's like fancy writing on the lid, which is open to that. Um, and uh, uh, Aragal basically says, uh, you know, you should, uh, you should take your pick. I think any of these would set you up well. Thank you very much. I think that rug oh. would really tie the room together. 
he uh <laughs> he is uh he's gonna kind of uh step aside and i think the, the idea here is you get to, uh one of these of your pick uh probably i don't know if this is just a math question of the most valuable or the most transportable or uh if there's other things you're looking for so there was a reward. there was a throne a box of potions a rug and two boxes box. of a, a jewelry box and two boxes of um money though they look kind of one is like a big wooden chest and one is a small iron an iron box um and probably why don't there's there's a bunch of these things why doesn't each of you um basically try and uh approximate the value of uh each of these things and then you can decide which of them you want to uh uh to uh to take so um why don't we we'll do it in the order i introduce you uh pick a thing and maybe i don't know you think that's just a perception check and I'll give you some kind of information based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Erica, what do you want to look at? Uh, I am. <sighs> Erica is most interested in the potions, but Broldish is more interested in the throne because it's just weird. All so... right. Broldish, <laughs> give me a quick perception check on that throne. All right. That is 15. So it's a big wooden throne with gold inlay and some decorative stones. And, you know, you think that'd probably be worth a good 750 gold pieces if you could sell it in the right place. It is a big wooden chair you'd need to lug around until then. Yeah, I, uh, I don't actually want to take it. I was just very curious to examine it. Yeah. Imra, what, what catches your eye? The jewelry box. All right. Give me a quick perception check. Um, perception. That's a 20, not natural. All right. You know that that Onyx jewelry box it just the box itself is probably worth 250 gold pieces. Um, the jewelry inside it is probably, it looks kind of cheap, but probably each item in there is probably worth about 50 gold pieces. There's about six of them. You can do the math on that because I won't. Um, and it's hard to say what there is an unlabeled um, potion in the, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the jewelry box. It's in kind of a fancy crystal vial. Um, seems like probably it wouldn't be like, you know, you know the way to test a potion. I don't know if that is necessarily being. I think. I think if you taste the potion, you buy it. In the this context. Okay. So. All right. So that's about five hundred and fifty gold pieces. For All that. right, Micah, or sorry, Elavor, which catches your eye? How do I do this random? Can I like pick a number between something and something? Yeah. That's how. Roll me a d six, and I'll give you. I'll give you a thing. All right. Perfect. And then give me a perception check. Ooh. Okay. All right, I rolled a three, and for perception, uh, 15. All right, you know, that rug, it's a nice big 10-foot square area rug. It's got like an exquisite unicorn motif woven into it. That's got to be worth at least 750 gold pieces, right? Holy crow moly. Okay. But it's a big rug you have to but it's carry. it's a big old rug. Crucible. It'd be so comfortable to sleep on. Would like, be good to block windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We might need that. Uh, Behold our unicorn vampire <laughs> intruder. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the box of potions, and I rolled a twenty-five. Uh, you look at the uh, the box of potions, and uh, you got a twenty-five. Um, you know what? They look fake. They look worthless, and. Uh, uh, our, uh, our, our gal, I keep getting him mixed up with his, uh, um, wait, no, it's Luvash is the, the leader. Luvash is the leader. Luvash is the leader. Luvash sees you looking at them and is like, mm, he got a, 
gives you a like, I don't know if you want those. Um, we sell those to the tourists. Would uh, <laughs> uh, I? Yes. And uh, Lena, what catches your eye? Uh, unnatural 20 on, I think the thing that's remaining is the little box of coins. I think, uh, let's see, there's a big wooden chest that no one has poked around at. There's a smaller iron box. And I think I've described everything else. Okay, let's do the so, small iron box. All right, the small iron box, uh, you know, it looks pretty heavy. It's got 650 gold pieces in cash in it. So, which is, you know, and the iron box itself, a little heavy. Can I look at the wooden chest? Yeah, sure. Arena, maybe Arena wants to look at the wooden yeah. chest. Arena flips up. Thank you for reminding me that Arena's there. I have a hard time managing the number of NPCs. So please <laughs> like, do not hold back with doing that. Arena, I rolled a 17 for her. Arena flips open the iron chest, uh, the wooden chest. The wooden chest is quite big. And she is like kind of like like moving her hands here because there is just coins. There is a good uh, 1,200 electrum. Um okay. But oh, she kind of no. she picks them up and kind of puts them back down, and as you see, you see that there's kind of a strange face on the coins. Rare a electrum? strange face. Is it yeah. Uh, can we can we take a peek at that? Sure, face? Lena. You want to grab one of the coins as they fall through yeah. uh, Irina's hands? <laughs> yeah. Hold it up. Yeah. Oh, no. You it's know what? Strudel Duke, isn't it? Sure. Sure. Looks a little bit familiar to a face you saw on the window. Why? Oh no! And this is where we end. <laughs> chain rattle, chain rattle, Electrum chain it, rattle. So, so Elect it, it's six hundred gold. gold. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, we end with the face being creepy. We don't end with a discussion <laughs> math, of conversion. Math. Right? So, so I'm thinking. What is the rug, actual right? value of Electrum? What's better, a box or a chest? What's better, a rug or a unicorn rug? A unicorn rug. Or, or, or a, ch a chair that you're going to have to carry around for 400 unicorn miles. But we can answer questions such as these. Tune in next time for Total Party Kill. I feel like I'm going to need to re record that later. For a Lisa Frank here. rug or. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, what if we put the I... chair on the rug? You guys, we have a pony. We can take this rug. That's, I think the rug. I think the how much was it again? I, I forgot to write seven hundred or 50. yeah. I will tell I will tell you that there's not a huge variety in the value of these things. It probably has to do with more just what your eye would be drawn to, and what hey, you want to carry. You're saying it's around. not a flying carpet. It's yeah, not a flying carpet. Not yet. To a unicorn rug. <laughs> so once yeah. we get a priest to bless it, it'll fly. That's <laughs> I am a priest. Is that how that works? I don't Can think it? that's. I don't know. No one else. Maybe we should be the right kind of priest. <laughs> I mean, unicorns are like symbols of purity. Uh -huh. Not so usually. Maybe not, not usually flight. You're thinking of a Pegasus rug, Micah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm thinking it. maybe like the vampire wouldn't want to <laughs> to like cross ah, a unicorn. My one weakness. You know what? You know what, Lena? <laughs> Lena? Lena, you rolled that bad vampire roll. You definitely yep. believe that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unicorn Threshold is the name of my ska band, and it is also <laughs> the, the tool that we'll use to keep Strahd von Strudelduke from I, getting. Mm. I like that Lena believes the unicorn horn is basically a stake. And it's like, mm. yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It's, it's if you get them, like you get them. All right. Live stream. Thank you for watching. We're only going to play one. That was our one session of the night because we're fading because Tuesday it's flu season. Night? Tuesday night, and I believe we are taking next week off, but we will be back after that. Thank you for uh, listening to the live stream and or bootleg. Remember to check the box for Total Party Kill and your member stuff. 
Can oh, that's good things. Good There's no mummy. <gasps> if you're watching the video, Micah is holding a dog that can't be real. It's too adorable. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. clearly enhanced CGI. <laughs> Anybody's <Good>, uh, waving. <laughs> good night, live stream. Good, good night, night, live stream. Bye.